Put your hands together and welcome your very own Dunstable Town Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Talk of the Town Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Burrows, and this is where we talk all things Dunstable Town Football Club. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, good friend and Dunstable Town Vice Chairman, Mr. Matty Carrington. Uh, Matty, how are you, mate? Have you calmed down a little bit from Tuesday? Has any of us calmed down from Tuesday? How are you, mate? Uh, I, I think it'd be very hard to calm down. Without, I, I, I've got to pull you up, though, because we don't talk all things Dunstable Town. Let, let's rename this podcast it Over the Line Podcast, where we <laughs> talk things referees. Oh, mate, I think we may be mentioning referees on <laughs> this show. Uh, the show that I did with Joe on Tuesday is and it's nearly hit our most downloaded show As ever. Ever. <laughs> We've been doing this just over a year now. I'd say a year and a bit. Yeah, it's nearly our most downloaded show ever. But um, Dunstable Town 1, FC Romania 2. Obviously, Matt, we come off the back of a point away at Sawbridgeworth uh, last weekend, looking to build on that. Uh, Let's talk about the game first, because we're probably going to need about a good half hour to talk about everything else that went on that night. Uh, I thought the lads put in... A tremendous, I don't know, if it's effort on to effort is the effort should always be there. But I thought we played really, really well on Tuesday, and it was kind of a, a contrasting game. You know, first off, we re, we had to dig in a little bit, and you had to do the defensive side of the game, which I'm, you know, as much as we all want to be attacking and scoring goals, and you know, having loads of chances, Alex had to probably make three or four saves in the first twenty five minutes of that game. That let's be honest, kept us in the game because we could have easily been three or three or four nil down at one point. Yep. But, you know, they were they were good saves. Um, fair credit, like Joe says, fair credit to Romania in the first half. They played well, but we hung in there and that's a sign of a good team, in my opinion. Uh, and then we come out second half and I don't know what Joe said to them at halftime and Dirks and Anthony, but it worked because tactically we were really on it second half. We played really well second half. Um, we went one nil up with a really good goal from Webby. Um, if you go down to Creasy now, I think he's probably still running. Um, he put in some yards on uh, Tuesday night, did our Webby. Really good goal. And then it was, uh, I don't really know how to explain uh, the end of the game. Uh, Romania get a, uh, when you watch it back, it, it was an okay goal, uh, mm-hmm. but it was an equaliser on the 98th minute or something stupid like that, 96th minute. I had 96 on my podcast. 96th minute. Um, you know, Cutting from the byline and made it, and we're thinking, oh shit, we've we've got a point somehow. You know what I mean? We've 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 got a we've got a draw when we should have really got a victory. And then um, all hell broke loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. That's probably the best way to describe it. Um, Desi getting sent off. Um, so we're down to ten men with Alex getting sent off. Uh, Alfie Osborne, fair play to him, took the gloves, went in goal. And then on the hundredth and something minute, was it, Matt? You might be able to correct me here. Yep, hundred and first minute, mate. Hundred and first minute. Their number ten, probably their best player on the pitch. One of the best players in the league. Uh, was it the number ten? Yeah, it was the number ten. Scored. No, it was, no it was number there. number the sub, right? Uh, number f- three or four, an ex Dunstable Town player. Ex- that's it. That's it. But beg yeah. pardon. Scored an absolute screamer. Um, put it in the top corner, mm-hmm. you know, and no, no thought at all of uh, of Alfie. You know what I mean? The fact that he done the gloves, and we 
somehow ended up losing 2-1. Now, that's the gist of what <laughs> happened, Matty. I've tried to be as polite and as professional as I can. Yeah, yeah. now I'll <laughs> hand it over to you. Uh, no, but um, what was your overview of Tuesday night? Me and you have been, you've been involved in football for donkeys. Everyone that listens to this, we've all watched thousands of games. People have played football. They've, some people might have even a refereed and been an official on a game. So we've all got a different varying opinion on football. And that's why we love this game. It is very opinionated. But everyone I spoke to after that game was just mouth wide open. Couldn't believe what we have witnessed. Couldn't believe some of the, how can I word this, the behaviour that mm. I witnessed coming off a football pitch for me was alarmingly bad. And I think yep. if Dunstable Town had done some of the things that I'd seen after that game, the book would have been thrown at us because it's Jodini and it's Dunstable Town and they're just a bunch, you know, what was your view on what you witnessed on Tuesday, Matt? Like I say, I've tried to be as diplomatic as I could be. Okay, um, so but, first and yeah. foremost, I'm going to say that in the first half, that's probably the best football I've seen played all season. Yeah. By Romania. Um, right off the bat, FC Romania are an amazing team. They've got some good players. They've got Alfie Bangura, who come from Burko last season. Burko obviously walked the uh, step four. Mm-hmm. So that is a step three player of anyone's business. And he led the line well. Uh, the number 10, I thought, whilst he was you know on the floor more often than he needed to be, I thought he was a very tricky player. And obviously that proved uh, to be our downfall in the second half of the goal. Um, but as you say, yeah, come out in the second half and we were at it. And again, it's probably the, uh, one of the best performances I've seen all season. Agreed, uh, agreed. We linked up well. Jake linked up very well with Danny. The centre of midfield was great, I personally think. And I, I believe Danny Webb got the man of the match. Webb, he got a uh, man of the match. Yeah, I did see a couple of people um, make a selection who I thought was my option. And that was uh, James Lauder. I thought he played very, very well. Yeah, agreed, mate. He's he's really starting to um, nail his uh, place in that team as kind of one of the first picks. Um, and the back line, albeit, yes, we did concede the two goals, but, you know, I thought Alfie and Sam and Dylan, Dylan as a centre-back, I never thought that would work, if I'm being honest with you. But that lad has, you know, converted himself fully from a, a flying wing back to a you know fully fledged centre back, and he played an amazing game. And and to a man, all of them, as you say, Desi in the first half, um, Tolly down the left. You know, each and every one of those players, and I'm probably forgetting a few in there, but I thought every one of them played amazingly. The goal, yeah, it was unfortunate. It was a fairly decent goal, um, and then obviously, as you said, the, the melee, uh, which we'll get onto in a second. But um, I have to just say. Whilst I didn't like the fact it happened, um, Alex's red card, I think, probably was a red card because, unfortunately, as soon as you lift your hands, you you get the, the ref to make the decision. The second goal, as you say, as sorry, as Joe said on his post, um, if Alex is in goal, he's not going to take that shot. It's as simple as because he's a goalkeeper. Um, people are t- encouraging to take shots. Get that? Well done. You know, you've got your three points. Their behaviour afterwards, I had a massive issue with, with, and there was league officials there who know my opinion, and their chairman also knows my opinion. But and I have to admit, I was uh, quite disgusted with the, the apathy that the chairman uh, showed and the amusement that he seemed to have over the whole situation. We class ourselves at Dunstable Town as a family club, and I think that's a reputation well earned. 
I had um, people come up to me afterwards uh, who were saying how relieved they were that we had stewards. My own wife was scared at that game and she has been scared at a game for some time. I put myself in the position to help, which I tend not to do because I don't like getting involved. Um, but I felt as though their behaviour, they, they left the pitch, they walked into the dressing room and then to be beckoned back on, goading the fans into trying to fight them. And the abuse that they gave the uh, fans in the car park, including an old couple of one of our direct, uh, an, an elderly couple who is the parents of one of our directors, who is a disabled couple, one comes in a walking stick, to goad them afterwards in a darkened car park. I'm disgusted. And what's disgusted me even more is the fact that none of that appears in any report. Um, apparently, FC Romania had a reputation coming into this season and I can see why. And that is not what I want to ever see at Crazy Park again. So whatever happens, um, be it we ban their fans next season, that will be done uh, because that wow. will never happen at our ground again. Yeah. I mean, no, well said, mate. Well, so I didn't know about the stuff in the, uh, in the car parks, obviously I was, in the change rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, that's shocking. I mean, I know a few of their fans were saying stuff as they were walking out of the ground and obviously I went up the tunnel and then, yeah, it was all it was all kicking off. But if we wind it back a little bit, Matt, this all, yeah. all, this all started again and it's, oh, mate, this is shit that we have to do this again. It all started because of one person, really. Well, maybe two of the linesmen didn't really help. But the referee... We we come on here all the time, and I you know I listen to up the Riz and a few other like non-league podcasts. I listen to a few Tottenham ones, and I listen to you know general you know even when you listen to Alan Shearer and Michael Richards and Lineker talk on their show, they talk about referees all the time. So it's not just us. When we had uh, Jack on during the, the preseason, yeah. and he was talking about the respect and the respect that has to be given to referees and officials, and where we're like, yes, mate. And I even admitted on the show, I said, Look, I've been crazy at football sometimes. I've overstepped the mark, and you know, you get caught up in in the heat of the moment, and you know, but you you say a few things you regret. That's just football. That goes from the Premier yeah. League all the way down. I've seen it on the Sunday League when you turn up and watch your mates play on a Sunday. Um, the way the referee on Tuesday, uh, you know what? I stand right behind the dugout. The way the referee spoke to players and management was nothing short of disgusting. Yeah. And he, he, it was kind of like you were beneath him, if that makes sense. You were like on uh -huh. the bottom of his shoe. And I, you're a referee. You've got to stamp your authority in a game. I get that. It's not like, like Joe said. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not, uh, it's not an easy job. It's not a job I'd want. It's not a job I'd do. Um, but they're that like when Jack was with us in the preseason and he mentioned that level of respect for me, that level of respect has to work both ways and fair play to the linesman, by the way, because just before the end of the first half, he told one of our bench to shut up. He knew straight away. He shouldn't have said it, but fair play to the guy. He apologized at half time. Mm -hmm. The referee, on the other hand, just oozed arrogance and don't get me wrong we've all everyone's got to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and joe's even said this if you've got him and dirks and everyone you've got the opposition bench you've got fans shouting at you it's it's not any it's a thankless it's a thankless job you're not you know i wouldn't want to do it but the arrogance of the man on tuesday was like nothing i've seen before 
the way mm. he was speaking to Joe. And I, what happened with Carl? Obviously, Carl Durkin got a red card. Dirk's yeah. even put his hand up in the change in the in the bar afterwards and said, "Oh, you know, probably said some things I shouldn't have." And yeah, and people been you've seen the tweets. People been tweeting us about Dirk's, and he was a disgrace. And he's not a disgrace. He's just a very very passionate man that wears his heart on his sleeve and was just caught up in probably something that even he'd never seen before yeah. in football. And he's, you know, he does stuff with the Luton Academy and he's, he's played, he's managed and coached. He does all sorts. And even he was probably flabbergasted, but he, he was man enough to hold his hands up and goes, oh, I've probably done a few things that I, mm -hmm. I shouldn't have done. But the way the ref was and on Tuesday and the inconsistency of it, it got me, Matt. Yeah. You see one of their subs running on at the end there. Uh, I say, was he Subway? I don't know what he was. The, the loony in the pink bib, and was given a yellow card. Fair enough, was giving him a yellow card. When they scored the winner, they all ran on again, and I'm like, well, there's got to be some red cards dished out now because they've all rented the field of play. But yeah. nope, we just all went back and we kicked off, and the remarkable six minutes had suddenly vanished that we were meant to be added on, and the full time whistle went, and then all hell broke loose. And like you say, there were women and children there. And, you know, we've had people tweeting us about the assistant manager this and he was embarrassing. And none of this happens. And I'm not I'm not making excuses for anyone. If people that are from our side of Dunstable Town have done wrong, hold our hands up and say, yeah, maybe we all said things at a football match we shouldn't have said. But none of us have got violent. None of us have been threatening people in the car park. None mm -hmm. of us have been threatening elderly people. You know, none of us have done any of that. But none of this happens if a referee deals with a game respectfully, speaks to people respectfully, like as in Joe, as in Carl, as in Anthony. Uh, none of this happens, mate. I just thought throughout the whole game, the arrogant, it was all, it was his show. It was my way or the highway. You could see both the captains, Some even the FC Romania guys, when things maybe weren't going their way. Not that it wasn't that. They seemed to get a run share of the decisions, in my opinion. <laughs> but they wouldn't even, when they tried to, and when Alfie tried to talk to him, wasn't having none of it. Yeah. Joe said he's made a big thing in when I chatted to him in the preseason about how referees are not approachable. Um, he said, like he said in his post match, we do have a good relationship with Sophie. Uh, so approachable, you can talk to her. She'll see, she thinks, see things completely different. She's, I think she's just done in the next level. She's way too good for this standard, but you can talk to her. This guy on Tuesday. You couldn't talk to him. You couldn't say anything. He, I think he's, I think he just ran. I think he ran. I don't think he ran around with the whistle in his mouth. I just think he ran around with a yellow card in his hand. Mm. Couldn't pull it. Honestly, he, he, he must be great at Christmas because he's got, <laughs> honestly, cards must be, cards must be incredible from him, mate, because he was wow. literally, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So, it's something that I've never, don't get me wrong, we all see bad refs. You know, we didn't have a great one at Sawbridgeworth and Joe alluded to that in his post-match. And I thought Joe handled himself really well in the interview afterwards. Um, because there are times when you can, as a manager, you do have to bite your tongue a little bit. But the Joe got his point across on Tuesday, but he did, I don't think he overstepped a line. And I know he was saying, oh, we might get called up in front of a disciplinary like committee for this. And I thought Joe handled himself exceptionally well. Like he normally, nine times out of 10, Joe, you know, he's he's very passionate on the sidelines. And again, people were tweeting us on Tuesday. Oh, your manager was running up and down the sidelines and he just controlled himself. I'd rather a manager that does that than someone just stands there with their arms folded. But it could have all been nipped in the bud, Matt, if this yep. referee just handled this game better. It was Absolutely. ridiculous, mate. So what did you think from the game aspect? Because that, that really didn't help, mate. I don't know what you thought from where you were standing, but I just thought it was arrogance for 90 minutes it was my way or when I, I don't want to talk to anyone it's either my way or we don't do anything at all 
Well, it's it's interesting you mentioned about the the card situation. That he was happy to send cards out because, as you know, I sit in the the boardroom before games, so I get to speak to the referees, and unpleasant. That's about as far as it goes, if I'm being brutally honest with you, because unfortunately there are a few whoppers about. And I'm sorry, but for me to, to steal Joe's, he's a whopper. He is. A whopper. <laughs> Um, he was in the boardroom. Now, we obviously produce a programme, amazing programme. Scotty does a brilliant job on that. And he was questioning some of the uh, the cards, uh, the, the bits and pieces that were put in by the um, by Scotty in terms of the referee performances. And he was saying about, oh, I didn't realise these, these referees gave out so many cards. And oh, I, I, it makes you wonder why they're giving out so many cards because I don't like giving too many cards. I like I like to get let the game flow. What? And that... that <laughs> I kid you not. And if it wasn't other people in the room, I would have uh, people would have been able to call me a liar. But there was other people in the room that I heard that that made me chuckle. Now I'm going through his match report. Now obviously I won't go through the details, but on here we have obviously the red card for Desi. Get that. Then there's a, a further four cautions for Dunstable Town. Uh, we had Rory, Alfie, uh, James, and Jake. They all received cautions. Now. Um, Alfie, I believe, got his after the melee. I might be wrong with that. And the other three were for fouls. Now, there appeared to be many, many fouls given for Dunst against Dunstall Town throughout the game. It didn't seem to be given in the same way. Now, going through the, the bookings for FC Romania, we have three bookings, two of which were for the goalkeeper, which I'll get onto in a second, uh, for his uh, part in the melee, one of the bench, for his part of the melee, and there was a foul, I believe, in about the 60th minute. So three yellow cards. Now, there's video evidence, so I, I don't need to you know, make this up. You've obviously mentioned that one sub received the yellow cards. There was two subs that come on the pitch. Why was the other sub not yellow carded? There was a goalkeeper who came the length of the pitch. <laughs> I've got, never seen him move so quick in the whole game. Got involved in it. And uh, was throwing hands himself, and that's a yellow card. Don't get that one myself. Don't get that one myself. And obviously, uh, going on to the other bits and pieces on here, so I've got that. Um, obviously, there was a, a comment about mass confrontation from ourselves, um, and FC Romania obviously reported on that. And then there's another report here of FC Romania failing to control their players, again, in comments. Uh, in bracket, sorry, as the bench entered the field after the, the goal was scored. Now, as you say, and as he admitted, he gave a yellow card to one of their players for entering the field. Why was their whole team not booked for entering the field, let alone the, the second substitute? Now, I don't want to go down the lines of thinking there's an agenda out against Huntsville Town because, you know, I'm, I'm not a cynic um, and I'm not... Uh, a um, conspiracy theorist, but it's you wouldn't be surprised if people are starting to feel that way because it just feels as though it's the same old story every week, same old story every week. And as you say, um, Kyle took his red card. He's acknowledged afterwards. He, he went into the boardroom. I think he apologised to the referee and they actually shook hands afterwards. So he will take that one on the chin. And yeah, he'll get a ban. And I know he'll get a ban and a, probably a... a, a a fine for his uh, troubles as well. But he took his fine and he acknowledged the fact that he um, was wrong in doing what he did. But I can't blame him. When you're seeing it time 
after time, after time, you're getting fed up of it. Now, as I say, Rory, I think it was, got the yellow card. It was literally his first challenge of the game. It was around the 80th minute. And it was his first. Was it a foul? Arguably. Was it a yellow card? God, no. So where he's coming up with these decisions. But as Joe says, his, his referee's coach was there. He'll be giving him words of encouragement and he'll he'll pass through the ladder. But it, the arrogance, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I just feel as though... Now, to be fair to the bloke, he did stay afterwards. So uh, to speak to Andrew and Dan was in the room with him and was obviously asking them what they felt about his decisions. But I feel as though that's almost in the back of a guilty conscience. Yeah, you know, if you were that convinced you made the right idea, why are you trying to convince others up, you know, for nearly two hours afterwards? Don't get it. Um, if we'd ever see him again, I'll be a happy man. But unfortunately, being a Spartan, you know you will. Oh, um, probably, yeah, it'll be, we'll see him again, mate. And yeah. There was a lot of Spartan league officials there as well. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not... Be careful what I say. They, two of them are laughing near the end. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you saw that, and I just couldn't believe what I'd seen. They were just having a little chuckle. And this is the problem with like the Spartan league. And this isn't just, this isn't just talking about Tuesday's game. It's run by people who still think that it's the eighties and nineties. Mm -hmm. This spot, especially the Spartan league from what I've seen in my shortish time of being at Dunstable town, you need to inject some new young blood in there. Yeah, because I'm, I turned around on Tuesday, mate, and it was like looking at God's waiting room. I was like, hang on a minute. And they were chuckling away. And I thought the referee, I thought he handled it very well. It's like when you watch these donuts on like these politician programs and they're like, my right honourable gentleman, and they're waving their little hankies in Parliament. That's after the fucking problem with this country. It's run by old bastards. When you look at the people that were there on Tuesday, these Spartan officials, where's the people that are coming out of the game that mm. maybe can't play anymore that maybe you know don't want to get into coaching but you, you could if they if we could, we've got to get younger blood involved in football decision making um aspects of this game because everything i see from the spartan league it's like watching an episode of last of the summer wine i kid you not mate and i don't mean that horribly because i'm sure they do a great job I'm really, but they see it through tinted dripping glasses. I've been doing this since 1958, and this is the way the Spartan League's always been, and this is the way it's going to be. And even they were coming across as arrogant on Tuesday because they were there giggling away. Some of them were trying to goad some of our guys. I'm not going to name names from from our staffing people, but they were trying to goad them, and they were making comments. And I'm thinking, you're standing there with a Spartan jacket on, mate. There were a few huh. young lads questioning. I don't know who he was. Some guy I was there with a with a Spartan jacket on. And some of the young young younger fans were being really respectful and just questioning him and saying, "You can't think that that refereeing performance is any good." And this guy was just like, "No, I thought he handled it quite well." This is the issue we've got. When, like I said to Joe in the post match, and I put this on air, I was like, "What are they actually getting assessed on these referees? Is it just the fact of, oh, you you weren't really up with play then, or oh, you know, maybe you shouldn't have done no." If, properly assess them because if you're if you're really assessing someone in the workplace then that guy on tuesday should never referee again mm -hmm. until he's capable of actually handling a game that isn't too big for him go and give him an under 10s game or something maybe have a word with wayne and see if he can pop down on a on a saturday morning and like have, you know watch how it's properly done 
and actually get some guidance of how to actually referee a game. Go and deal with kids first because you're clearly not ready to ma- to referee this kind of caliber game. And like you said, Romania, I, I spoke to, a, I've got a friend at MKR, she had already warned me when he texted me saying, you're playing FC Romania. I was like, yeah, he goes, good luck. And I went, what? He was like, trust me, good luck. I was yeah. like, oh, a bit weird. I didn't know much about him, but it, it baffles me how this Spartan league, it, it, everything they seem to do seems to be in the stone age. Everything. Don't get me wrong. The fixtures are what they are this season with the, the terrible news yeah. that happened to yeah, the that. lady. That, that's, that's by the by. And that's, you know, you know, God rest her soul. She done a great job, but some of the things when you look at this league and for whatever reason, I think I see an assessor at our game, every single match. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not sitting on the conspiracy theory thing here, but when you're like, Oh, shock, there's an assessor at a Dunstable town game. And I, I just generally, I don't know. Do you, do you ever get any feedback of what these guys are you allowed to speak to the assessor after the game? Do you do it as a club? Do we have any interaction with these guys? Yeah, I've spoken to a couple of assessors afterwards, but I think it was where he, he dropped an absolute clanger and he was in uh, the referee days and he, he was in the changing room for nearly an hour. The assessor was with the, um, the referee and his assistants. And afterwards, you know, it's, it's like the same at work. If, if one of my colleagues makes a mistake, they get a grilling from me, but as far as anybody else is concerned, I'm going to protect my colleagues because it's it's what you're supposed to do, in my opinion. Um, you obviously mentioned there about the the Spartan and the, there's a, a lack of talent or lack of uh, new blood coming in. And again, I, I'm not surprised. I'm now 39 and I'm becoming very, very disillusioned in the game to the point of I, I got home and I, don't worry, everybody, I'm not going anywhere. But I thought to myself, that's it. I'm done. Not doing this ever again. You know, knee-jerk reaction. But I, I can't blame myself for, for feeling that way because it's the same issues all the time. And I've held my counsel for some time. I've, I've not put these views out uh, of, uh, of what's actually happened. Now, I obviously went to the AGM and uh, and got there and you're all given your, your match pads for, for the season, for all your team sheets. And... Um, there was obviously people in front of me receiving their match pads. Oh, hi, Matt. Hi, guys. How's it going? I was received. I received Dunstable Town's match pads, which is obviously a thick pack in an envelope. And um, the comment that I got was, "Oh, there's your pads for all your fines." I thought, "Okay, I laughed it off. Not, <sighs> a Not a problem." Um, and then it got to the awards part. And we was awarded as, I think it was £75 for not having a, a sim bin all season, which, you know, is a great achievement. Really happy with that. Um, and it just go, goes to show, once again, that Dunstable Town do have respect. But um, the comment that was uh, made about, oh, and amazingly, Dunstable Town have received a, a £75 for for, a sim, for not receiving any sim bins for the season. And it's received a, a sort of a chuckle from people on that board. Now, is that right? Did I have, did as my, a representative of my club, did I have to deal with that? You know, why do, why do people think I don't tend to speak to people from the Spartan League anymore? Because mm. I don't see what the point is. You have obviously mentioned about issues with referees and Joe alluded to it on the uh, pod on Tuesday. Again, I'm not pulling any punches anymore. Um, we received a, a um, report from a referee last season. Marcus Tingey accused my colleagues of um, some really... Uh, disgraceful behaviour and it was only the fact that we had CCTV evidence there that backed us all up oh and accused me as well of a similar behaviour and again CCTV 
exonerated every one of us. I have asked for an apology repeatedly, and I have been told by the chairman of Beds FA that because it's been seen as non-proven, um, the, the Beds FA see the matter as closed. Now, what frustrates me <laughs> is the fact that um, oh, this, li this libelous comment from Marcus Tingey um, is not even being acknowledged. And what annoys me is the fact that the person who's refusing to acknowledge it happens to be Marcus Tingey's referee coach. Oh, funny that. Yeah. So, you know, I I'm not here to to make anything up. All the information I've given there is fully Factual. backed up with yeah. evidence, with CCTV evidence. Still got the emails. Happy for anybody to see them if they want. Wow. I've had a gutful. I've oh, had mate, I don't blame you. Jeez, I never knew that, mate. That's, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's, this is the kind of things, and it ain't just Dunstable Town. I speak to, like I said, I've got a good friend at, uh, yep. MK Irish and he's telling me some he's told me some stories I've spoke I, you know when I was uh, chatting to a couple of guys just before when I got to Sawbridge worst after I was cutting, uh, chatting to a couple of their fans that were just there and they were talking about a referee the previous week and it's not just us you know you, no. you listen to the oh, boys no. on, you listen yeah. to the lads on the Up The Riz podcast they some they, yeah. you know they talk about referees and stuff so it isn't just Dunstable Town but obviously mm. we're here to talk about talk about Dunstable Town I just think it's something it's something that the game need to address, and especially yeah. at our level, because if the longer you leave it without you, I mean, like you say, though, it's hard to attract new people to want to come on a board because they're so very much, you know, it's done this way, and this yeah. is how it. Look at the chat that me and you had about maybe starting the season a weekend earlier. Look what I think, you know, next right next season it is going to start on the Saturday, mm -hmm. but you know, from all the hoops that everyone had to jump through to get shock horror football on a Saturday at the, the start, most, and on a Tuesday night. Point. The most yeah. basic thing ever is football to start on a Saturday. But the fact that the Spartan were like, oh, I don't know if we can do this because this, remember, this rule has been in the book since 1955. And, mm. you know, that's the kind of shit that you're dealing with. All you wanted to do was play football on a Saturday. But the yeah. pure arrogance of, no, it's always been done this way. So this is the way we're doing it. And this is why you probably can't attract younger people to come and help out. This is why people just, you know, but unfortunately it's going to, something's going to have to change because we, you can't keep sitting here week in, week out. And then you're getting referee performances like you did on Tuesday. You're getting a situation like you've just explained and thank God there was CCTV. Otherwise, you know, yourself and a few other people at our club could have been in trouble for nothing, something that you didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you're like, come on, man. But um, yeah, it was Tuesday was, it was an experience and everyone I've spoke to since and even like I got home and I, the wife's like, you're right. I'm like, no, absolutely few. Even the next day at work, barely said a word to anyone. They're like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, they're like, that's only done. And I'm like, it's not only done sports. It's like, this is, I can, it's getting to be on the joke now. But um, <laughs> just getting back to the game, mate. I mean, I thought the lads were tremendous. Yeah. Honestly, like you say, the second half performance from every single lad, every one of them lads in a Dunstable Town shirt, I thought was brilliant. Like you said, James in midfield. I thought Harry Beaumont was again oh, tremendous. I think him, since he's like Joe says, he's he's kept quiet. He's come back into the team, and I think he, you know, fucking, you know, he's been one of our been one of our best players. Uh, I know he's getting married this Saturday, so he, I think it's him doing the rain dance. Maybe because you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. That it's raining on his wedding day, but he just doesn't have to miss a game now if he gets called <laughs> off on Saturday. But no, Harry's been really good. Like you say, Dylan, Rory, Alfie at the back, absolutely tremendous. Webby, Jake, everyone to a man. Tolu, I mean, I know Tolu went off with the injury. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard myself. 
yeah, I might have to reach out to uh, Joe or Adam and so, like see how see how Tolu's doing. But every single one, Sellers, everyone that come on, mate. I I think and I said to Joe, I thought that was our best performance that I've seen from us. That second half was the Dunstable Town that we've all witnessed last season. So organised, we had a good like we had our movement was good, our distribution was good. You know, the passage of play was everything was Dunstable Town esque about that second half performance. I was so proud of the whole club, really. And especially afterwards, I mentioned like um, in one of the tweets that I put out, you've got to look at people like Steve Lewin and Andrew, the chairman, jumping in there to help out, yeah. just put put a yellow vest on. Fair play to the guy, man, because he didn't have to get in the middle there. And that's, to me, that just sums up a football club when you've got people that are willing to do that. And, you know, you've got people like Wayne, yourself, and everyone's just like mucking in and helping out in what was a crazy situation. Like you yeah. say, you've got women and kids there. And don't get me wrong, we all said things that we probably regretted, myself included. We all do it at football. But, yeah, I don't think I want to witness anything like I did. On, you don't go for you don't go to football to witness things like we did. I didn't know about the stuff in the car park afterwards, mate. But the lads, for me, 10 out of 10, mate, for that performance on Tuesday. If we play like that, if we can put that together for a 90-minute game, Jesus, mate, we've got no issues at all. That It comes back to that consistency where I've done it that Joe talks about a lot. Consistency, consistency. It's doing it week in, week out, especially now coming into, you've only got to look out the window today to know that we're going to play on some absolute dog shit mm-hmm. pitches coming up, mate. Not even, I'd be very surprised if this weekend is even on. But if you can consistently do what we've done second half on Tuesday, mate, we'll fly up that table. Agreed. Yeah. And uh, just adding on what you said there, I just wanted to thank all the, the stewards on that night. Um, they, you know, you, they really earned their voluntary pay. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? We don't, we don't really get paid. We haven't got loads of money. Oh, right, mate. Um, no. And as you say, Andrew went there and, you know, I, I went in there literally just to make sure everything was okay. I mean, I don't I, uh, reckon myself as a hard man, but, you know, at the same time, I recognize how big I am. And sometimes that's enough of a, <laughs> a put off for other people. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I just wanted to thank all the fans and um, the players. So basically, FC Romania, they did what they did. Um, did our fans respond? No. Could they have? Absolutely. Could the could it really have kicked off after the game? Yeah. But fair play to Joe and the lads for taking themselves away, doing their thing, having their team huddle. And again, it shows that togetherness of, you know, we, we recognise that we've lost that game. We're going to obviously have a team huddle still. Uh, and obviously make uh, whatever point we need to do and still get applauded off by all the fans because, again, they absolutely deserve their round of applause from everyone in that ground. Um, but, yeah, in, in terms of what does it mean for us moving forward? Well, you know, we've got hopefully got a game on Saturday. Do I think we're going to win? Hell yeah. But then I'm mm-hmm. going to say it because I'm a Dunstable Town fan. <laughs> but um, we have got players that can do it. Now that they are starting to gel better and a lot more, Um we should start picking up results uh, and, you know, why not start on Tuesday and then, uh, sorry, on Saturday against um, Colney and then away at Stockfold. Cause again, we have um, a bit of a point to prove because they obviously went up uh, to our, uh, you know, loss, unfortunately, but um, you know, they're doing well in the, in step four in, in the, in the Southern league. Let's see how good we can be. And mm. uh, yeah. can we beat a step four team? I think we can. You know, the, the difference between step four and step five is not great. 
No, so there's not a, there's not a massive difference. So why shouldn't we go out and beat Stockfield on Tuesday and then have a rest on the Saturday? Because again, you know, why would you play football on a Saturday? And oh, then it's, be- it's, a, it's a it's a myth, man. I don't think this playing football on a Saturday, mate. No, I just, I think <laughs> I've made more plans to do things other than football on a Saturday so far this yeah. season. I've actually go to football. It's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely stupid. I mean, why would you play on a Saturday, mate? Yeah, but no, um, I, I think we've got um, you know some points to prove still. Uh, there's still a few naysayers out there and we'll deal with them in our own way of getting the results, getting three points and climb the league. Yeah, I mean, you've only got to check social media after a Dunstall game and win, lose, draw. It's always a, mm-hmm. it's an interesting place Indeed, to be, yeah. shall we say. Uh, but yeah, Matty, uh, what else have we got coming up? Obviously, I know you've got the, obviously we've got the, uh, the, the Christmas ball coming up on Saturday the 2nd of uh december like i say the quiz night was a was a roaring success with neil i said to him the other day when i saw him congratulations on that raised a good bit of uh money so me and matt can keep taking money for the podcast really appreciate everyone doing that for us <laughs> i'm joking well, he was your, like, uh, what, your mic kit is great what i can see at the minute <laughs> honestly mate this like in 450 pound mic that i've got here you know i think i can use it for nfl stuff but, uh, no it's great uh, but anything else coming up matty at the club uh i know obviously there's no we're sitting here recording this on the on the thursday the youth team game got uh yeah, yeah. called off tonight up. yeah i'm not i'm not hopeful mate that we're going to play much football uh in the next coming Next coming few weeks, mate. Looking well, I mean, the the only thing for me is the fact that I'm away in um, nine days. If anybody yes. wants to know, uh, I, I may have told people a few dozen times. So we are looking for people that can help us uh, do some updates on match days whilst I'm away. Uh, but as as ever, any sort of volunteer, if if you feel you have any service, any uh, product that you can offer the club in any way, shape, or form, get out, uh, uh, reach out to us on all the usual channels. And we'll happily get you on board and working for us. And whilst you and I received the big bucks, all yeah. all other all other posts within the club is voluntary. We're afraid. Yeah, you cannot have the two hundred pounds a pod I get for this. <laughs> uh, it is not happening. This is my baby, and it's staying that way. But uh, Matty, I hope to see you Saturday, mate. Uh, let's hope that the uh, the weather's. Uh, I mean, it's meant to be. I think it's be like I say, we sit recording this on Thursday. I think tomorrow is actually meant to be all right, but then Saturday looks absolutely horrendous. But where's it? Where we London Colney Saturday. Uh, Coney Heath. Coney Heath, sorry. And they're pitching serious where Terence got carried off on Joe's shoulder. It last is. Season, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, it's got not... a little bit of hope, so hopefully they're... Yeah, the it's not too bad over there. So I hope to see everyone over at Coney Heath come down and support the lads uh, three o'clock Saturday. If not, all being well, we are away to Stockfold uh, next Tuesday evening, 7.45 kickoff in the Cup. So if you can, get over there. And then, yeah, we don't play the following Saturday because no. why would you? Why would you? Why would uh, uh, yeah, why would you? But, Matt, it's been a pleasure as always, mate. I hope to catch up with you in a couple of days. Uh, make sure everyone goes and checks us out. You can find us on Apple, Google, Pod, Spotify, wherever you get a, a podcast. Like I say, the one with Joe on Tuesday is, no surprise, absolutely <laughs> flying. Uh, always a pleasure to sit down and chat some football with you, mate. Uh, let's do this all again next week but ladies and gentlemen thanks for tuning in this has been the talk of the town podcast i've been your host andy burrows with my good friend and dunstable town vice chairman mr matty carrington till next time everybody up them mighty blues Hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in to today's Talk of the Town podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter at DTFC Pod. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search Talk of the Town podcast.